0: Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Cordex Digital Shipping Podcast. Today we are joined by Paul, Head of Growth at Solex. Paul, welcome. Hi, Leo. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me here. Of course, happy to have you. (laughs) Um, Before we get started, why don't you give us a little bit of a background on who you are and then what you do at Solex. Um, I run on Paul, and I... I came from
1: a uh, maritime background as well, uh, not in seafaring, but uh, I used to be in uh, the corporate side of a shipping conglomerate, okay, uh, and was doing a lot of the corporate planning um, jobs, uh, doing a lot more on the planning, uh, sales and purchase uh, strategy. Um, and then there came an opportunity to then start to do something much more innovative in this space Uh, and that's when we started to explore um, the different ideas of um, how do we make the shipping industry more digitalized Um, and yeah, eventually we uh, started Solex and Solex is uh, today one of the leading um, we call it Safety 4.0 Okay um, In terms of managing safety for crew uh, On board ships uh, using IOTs as well as wearables Okay So uh, we, we, we are uh, you know, pioneering and differentiating how we uh, manage crew safety today um, And totally changing how we perceive safety for crew Okay, mm-hmm. excellent And uh, what does the wearable look like? Oh, um the wearable is very much like your Apple Watch, your Fitbit. Okay. Um, but the biggest difference is that it has to be intrinsically safe okay. for you know, the industrial setting that we're in. Uh, but also a lot of the use cases or features that we build are specific to um, shipping. And you know, as we know, the, the whole setting is much more different. Uh, you wouldn't be able to imagine the heat that goes through when, when um, cigars are in the engine room, right? Yeah, true um, You know the whole um, scale of the ship How big it is That's all uh, until you step on the ship And that's really what For the first time when I step on the ship uh, I have a totally different uh, respect for <laughs> cigars, right? And um, that's also when we think we really need to change how uh, they work mm-hmm.
0: and how can we actually make it safer for them. And for a bit of context, for those that have not been on a ship but alone in an engine room, how hot does it get? Because Singapore is very hot, but I assume it's... Yeah, Singapore
1: gets hot on most things, but imagine being in an oven that is like maybe 40 to 50 degrees. Wow. That's like constantly, as long as the engine's running, and you just, you have this. Heat going on, yeah. right? But it's not just the heat, it's also the noise, it's also the hidden corners, so it's and you're working dirty, in the it's... dark, <clears throat> sort of not dark, but you're kind of indoors. Yeah. And and that's to me it's not perfect working condition. No. But some of these guys actually put the
0: lights out there to make sure that we get our shopping delivery for Christmas. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Stay out there for months. So um, Nelson, to recap, what what do you do as well What's your role? Um, so I I hit the
1: growth uh, department. So uh, business development, sales, getting uh, new customers. <laughs> so we're in the midst of uh, really growing up there, promoting ourselves. Uh, so you might have seen us on some, some conferences. Okay. Uh, and we're uh, also going around uh, promoting this through LinkedIn. So if okay. check us out. Um, Solex.com <laughs> uh, and so yeah, we're, 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 we've just recently launched our wearable, uh, and there's a lot more features that are packing into it. Uh, you know, uh, not just heat stress, but uh, sensing of light bulbs, geo uh, fencing. These are some of the features that really helps to make the ship safer for crew today. Um, things that they never imagined being.
0: Done on the ship. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, going off
0: of that first question, is a very broad question. While we embrace digitization and shipping, mm-hmm. what does the future of maritime look like to you? And I guess, from your point of view, from a safety point of view? Oh, well, that's always a million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> so, I guess the future of maritime, especially of safety, it really depends on how, what. what what will be shipped, right? Mm-hmm. And today we're shipping a lot more different things from before um, the, 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 the design of the ships are also much different from where it used to be And therefore the conditions for crew uh, is also changing But as we see cost being much more uh, uh, expensive to run ships today Relations with uh, different needs. Um, it's very likely that we're going to see less people on the ship. Okay, and so um, helping the crew to be lean. Okay, helping them to work more remotely um, and staying connected at the same time. So
0: the reduction in crew on board. Is that because it's just becoming more expensive to have crew, or we're starting to automate things, or accommodation? Well, I think it's commercially
1: driven. Okay, so cost is going to be the main main driver here, but but essentially also looking at safety for the crew. Okay. Um, We have 20, 25 crews on each uh, promotion ship ship today. That's a lot of people on each ship. uh, and and they work in very high hazard conditions. Yeah. And is there a need for us to put so many people through that same those uh, uh, stress? Yeah. And those environments of working uh, possibly not Okay. <clears throat> and therefore, there's a lot of innovation around uh, making ships more automated, um, lessening the, the burden on each crew. Um, But also, we need to be able to make them safer Um, And safer here uh, can go in many different ways It could mean that they are more connected Okay Um, So, you know, things like With each other on board? With each other? As well as with people on on shore Right? Um, That's where I think there's a a little bit of a disconnect when you're on the ship You're you're 10,000 miles from everything else And that's also one of the stress that we go through But, um, so giving them that accessibility You know, it's not just about satellite networks, what? right? But it's also access to information Access to uh, advice or uh, information So that's something that we need to make sure that they get connected mm-hmm. uh, And then on the ship, there's also the element that element I mean, they shouldn't be disconnected. So there's only 25 people watching on the show, Yeah, and there's only so many people you can talk to. Exactly, integration. Um, so you know, mental health is, is another big issue in the industry today, especially with like COVID. and yeah. realize that how long did we could see. Um, and so, staying connected, being able to work with a colleague in a much more effective way. Um, that's. One of the biggest, you know, uh, well, I would say it's one of the easiest challenges to, to achieve because we have that technology on shore. Yep. Yeah. Um, but replicating that on a, on a ship is usually a challenge with the environment, the high steel environment. Um, and secondly, I think it's making um, how do you actually change mindsets? Yes, of who? Um, I think, you know, all the training that they've, they've gone through, all the intent, the crew is always thinking, What is the best way for me to get through this voyage safely? Yep. right? And unfortunately, that we've got so many regulations, we've got so many protocols, we've got tons of uh, paperwork mm-hmm. uh, that we plow on to, to the seafarers that today. I would say, probably some of the officers might think Am I more of an officer Mm -hmm. that works on paperwork Or am I a seafarer that actually manages a ship? Um, So removing all this redundancy sometimes uh, Removing these paperwork uh, Is critical to lessen the burden And make them be able to concentrate on what they are focusing on doing So like what we do with uh, one of our uh, control work feature is to make sure that it's consistent across ships. All your paperwork, all your permits, control work permits are all done in the same way. Everyone has the same understanding. You go to the same rigor of the process and you remove all the redundant questions that you. Keep on asking the crew to fill in like five different pieces of paper. You ask the interested what vessel is, what date, what time, or what, what conditions, that who is involved. So all these are redundant stuff, right? And I mean, it's not complicated, but it just takes time. To fill For sure. Um, and so removing removing that burden is key to changing how. They work, okay. Because now you're re- you're allowing the crew to focus on what they're supposed to do. Yep. And therefore, they may now focus on what is safe mm-hmm. rather than what is required. It's going to change the industry's mindset too. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a big mindset shift because safety is always seen as double H. Yep. On one end, you say. Um, we don't really want to. Uh, we don't really want to penalize you yeah. um, for whatever faults or incidents or uh, um, you know um, incidents that happens on the ship. But at the same time, then your KPIs are set against how little yes uh, incidents happen or exactly, given. and so. There's going to be a, a mindset shift mm-hmm. from the ship managers themselves that you know having their transparency is much better than um, not having that transparency. And all these digital solutions that we have today is actually to improve the transparency. And you want to know why. And that's where behavior comes into play. Yet today, a lot of the paperwork or or processes that we have on the sure. ship are based on very manual mm-hmm. It's more of a recording process yeah. I wouldn't say it gives you a lot of insights whether someone has done this or someone has not mm-hmm. But to understand the behavior you need more dimensions yeah. of data You need to know who, when, where and even like
0: what kind of work they're involved
1: yeah. in Exactly, was are mice at the time Yes, So and, and sometimes it's from different elements of work It could be related to what were they doing before this mm-hmm. Exactly For example, like, you know, work rest hours Yes And do okay. they rest during the rest hours? And a lot of times we find that the records I dare to put this out there Although probably a lot of the listeners here <laughs> uh, might disagree But the work rest hours do not reflect the true working hours the crew, absolutely, and if they are um, overworked. There's no way for um, the captain to manage that in real time. Yeah, I'm coming into port. My crew's overworked. Who can I rely on now to take on this job? Mm. Do I rely on the usual suspects because they are my reliable hands? But most of the time, no. So. If you had the ability to see in real-time yeah. who is working, who has the capacity to further work, who has not That really helps you to manage the fatigue level of your crew And that's really critical in a lot of shortfalls and a lot of call areas mm-hmm. And we've come up with the, the, the um, workload well, management feature to help crew manage that in real-time so that that doesn't put further burden on the same set of crews um, and, and they can actually proactively manage that and even out the workload for all you, you know, the two sets of crews that we have but most importantly you're not relying on pieces of paper that was just a piece of record that you've done for the last seven days yeah. But you want to know today, right now, who is able to work yeah. And that has an impact on the next piece of work, right? Yeah. And so it's all interrelated yes, And it's a very holistic approach that you need to take when it comes to safety Yeah, And that's why I think there's no one single solution that says to, 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 to the uh, ship owners and ship managers that this alone will help you to solve crew You need a much deeper and, and, and wide perspective of um, who is doing what, where they are, what conditions, or what kind of work they're going to do. It's a multi dimensional data that you need to be able to understand the be behavior better of the crew. And most of the time, you will find that it's not that they want. To, to do something wrong Yeah But, they're forced yeah. Right? So, um, that's that's a bit of a mindset change in mm-hmm. uh, an industry that is required um, not so much of introducing new things yeah. um, We would probably look at it as enhancing um, today's safety procedures but giving you more dimensions and more information um, to be able to help the crew manage uh, work processes, and every aspect on the ship is about safety, yes. and you know it's all intertwined. Yeah. You can't separate safety from the navigation, operation, mm-hmm. or a mooring or a mm-hmm. maintenance. It's all about safety, yes. and it's all interrelated. And so we 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 look at safety as all um, by including both the controlled work as well as the individual's welfare, um, crew well-being, as a holistic way of looking at um, safety, so the wearable is very much you know an introduction to allowing us to understand the behavior of the crew. So it allows us to understand the physical physiology of the person, and it acts as a sort of uh, Identifier for the crew And so that's also linked to what they're doing uh, And how long they're working um, And that gives us a much com- Much fuller view of what's happening on the ship um, So that we then understand the behaviour And that we can actually change it because of the recalls okay. And not just addressing it after an event has happened Yes
0: yeah. Okay Great answer, by the way. <laughs> Very good answer. Um, so you bring up a lot of good points. So I'll try to touch on some of them. So as the industry does digitize and they embrace uh, solutions like Solex, Cordex, um, in order to increase productivity, efficiency, reduce costs, etc., what makes Solex's the go-to solution when we're talking about safety management? Report? So.
1: As I mentioned earlier, right, safety is a very um, it's a very broad mm-hmm. subject and it, it's a lot of different aspects that contributes to uh, safety. And you know, through research through uh, statistics, we always know that two-thirds of or well, two-thirds or more of incidents uh, are related to Human thing. Okay, so it starts from the person. Yes, uh, and sometimes it is pure fatigue. Uh, sometimes it is just uh, skipping steps. Processes are not being followed, or it could be just a not well trained person doing mm. the job. And it all starts with the person, and the human factor here plays a very big, big, big part in this. And so at Solax we try to address all these human factors. So we look at who, where, when, mm-hmm. and also then what they are doing to complement our understanding about the human behavior. Yep. And that's what differentiates us from a lot of the standalone uh, solutions out there that looks at, you know, perhaps just permits or paperwork uh, or solutions that just look at WordPress our recording. Um, so we look at it cross board and makes uh, sense of all these different elements of the human behavior uh, while they're on the ship. That it allows us to have a better understanding of why certain safety incidents could happen mm-hmm. or could lead to safety incidents so we're all about preventing incidents we're all about giving them the tool to identify trends and indicators that
0: could potentially lead to an incident number Wow. very holistic approach yeah so i don't even speak about maritime because obviously this is a shipping podcast (laughs) but uh do you see in the future whether it be solex uh, or, or this mindset in general of shifting how we do safety on board the vessel, uh, going into other industries. Can we can we take some of what we've learned, what we're trying to do in maritime, and apply it to other industries as well?
1: So today, what we do in the maritime industry is um, is very similar in settings for a lot of the other big industrial areas. Okay. So you're about like refineries, mm-hmm. uh, You've got shipyards okay? so on so forth uh, it's okay. um, And I think, you know It boils oh. down to really understanding What the behaviour is yeah. and, and that's where I think Be it in Maritime or any other industry Is to be able to then Define those traits um, and be able to see um, those traits in a better uh, systematic way uh, understanding what drives those behaviors uh, and without the understanding of those behaviors
0: we will not be able to uh, solve for safety issues so, all right. Well, thank you very much, Paul, for joining us. It was great to learn about you and Solex and kind of what you're doing to improve safety for everyone at sea and hopefully maybe with the offshore as well. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me here. And check it out on our
1: website. Yes, can yeah, do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining. Bye.